1: Good morning. It's Thursday. Big developments overnight in two
2: key races that could decide who's in charge in Washington. With just 12 days to go until the midterms, we're going to break it all down for you. It is October 27th. This is Today. New accusations. Another woman comes forward claiming Herschel Walker urged her to have an abortion. I do not believe that Herschel is morally fit to be a U.S. senator. While in Pennsylvania, John Fetterman addresses his debate performance.
3: Doing that debate wasn't exactly easy.
2: We've got it all covered. Crisis mode. Hospitals nationwide being forced to take drastic measures to handle the triple-demic surge of flu, COVID, and RSV. Not only are there a lot of sick kids right now, there's no place for them to go. Just ahead, the new message from health officials all families need to hear. Breaking overnight. Breaking overnight. <laughs> A new wave of protests in Iran, despite authorities intensifying a brutal crackdown. This morning, the powerful scenes playing out across the country. Under pressure, Tesla reportedly facing a criminal investigation over its autopilot claims after a string of high-profile crashes. So has the popular automaker misled consumers about how safe their cars really are? Those stories plus... Members only?
4: Contrary to popular belief, you can be any age to join
0: AARP.
2: From AARP to AAA, the surprising clubs you can sign up for to say big. And feeling lucky? Here are tonight's winning numbers. With no winner overnight, the Powerball jackpot jumps to a whopping $800 million. One of the largest prizes ever, now up for grabs today, Thursday, October 27th, 2022.
3: From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza.
2: Well, good morning. It is so good to see you. Happy that you're here joining us. It is a Thursday morning. Well, mm-hmm. you got to line up if you want to oh, get the yeah. Powerball
1: tickets. The drawing is this weekend, yeah. so you have time to get your tickets, but
2: jackpot's up to $800 million. It is. We're going to have a lot more on jackpot fever coming up, but we're going to start with another big countdown. We're talking about the one to the midterms. Yeah,
1: 12 days to go now. The spotlight is intensifying on two major races in
2: Georgia and Pennsylvania. What happens there could impact the lives of every American. And here's what's at stake. The balance of power in the Senate and the direction of key issues from the economy to abortion rights to rising crime rates. NBC senior Washington correspondent Hallie Jackson has the very latest for us. Hey, Hallie, good morning.
0: Hey, Hoda. Hey, Savannah, you have laid out the stakes and it is crunch time now, right, for candidates in these really important, really close races with big guns like former presidents in both parties set to hit the campaign trail in the coming days. And the focus today turning to Georgia, where there's a new abortion allegation surfacing in one of the country's most closely watched matchups. With less than two weeks to go this morning, the future of the Senate could hang on two key states with neck-and-neck races in Pennsylvania and Georgia, where there's now another twist. Republican Herschel Walker, who's campaigned on an anti-abortion platform, now denying a new allegation from a second woman who says Walker pressured her to have an abortion in the early 90s.
5: What I'm saying is this is a lie, and I, I've said it once and I've moved on my campaign. The
0: anonymous woman, sharing her voice only, came forward in a Zoom press conference arranged by attorney Gloria Allred. The accuser saying after she became pregnant in 1993, Walker encouraged her to have an abortion, adding she first couldn't go through with the procedure, but that Walker encouraged her to go back, driving her to a Dallas clinic where she had the abortion. The woman explaining why she's speaking up now. I am a registered independent and I voted for
6: Donald Trump in both elections. I do not believe that Herschel is
0: morally fit to be a U.S. senator. NBC News has not verified her allegations, and the woman did not provide evidence Walker was involved in her abortion. I'm done with this foolishness. The Republican candidate and former football star also denied allegations earlier this month from another former girlfriend who says Walker paid for her abortion in 2009. In a statement, the campaign for Walker's opponent, Senator Raphael Warnock, says Walker has a problem with the truth, a problem answering questions, and a problem taking responsibility for his actions. That matchup? Very close, with recent polling showing Warnock leading by just five points. And in another closely watched race in Pennsylvania, a toss-up with polls ranking Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz within the margin of error. Doing that debate wasn't exactly easy. You know... You no know, it wasn't going to be easy after you know having a stroke after 5, five months Fetterman appearing at a campaign rally in Pittsburgh after raising two million dollars, his team says, in the hours after his one and only debate against Republican Mehmet Oz. Fetterman facing questions about his at times halting debate performance with lingering auditory processing issues after a stroke five months ago. Oz also on the campaign trail, hammering the issue of crime and on defense against a new Democratic ad highlighting his debate comments on abortion.
7: This is who Dr. Oz wants in charge of women's health
5: care decisions. I want women, doctors, local uh, political leaders, (laughs) local uh, political leaders.
0: Meanwhile, Hallie, the president hitting the campaign trail today. What do you expect? He is all about the economy, Savannah, in this kind of closing argument here, trying to highlight his administration's record on something we know that voters care about, the economy plus cost of living, the top issue that voters say matters to them come election day. The president's going to be in upstate New York to argue that Democrats' economic policies are better than Republicans, even as many GOP candidates have pointed to high inflation in their midterm campaigns. You've also got the president's cabinet fanning out across the country, too. All of it is part of this full-court press, ahead of election day savannah 12 days to go hallie jackson
1: thank you and we turn now to growing concerns over the dangerous triple demic of viruses nationwide flu covid and the respiratory illness rsv with cases surging some hospitals even in areas with warmer weather are running out of beds nbc national correspondent gabe Gutierrez is inside phoenix children's hospital this morning with more gabe good
3: morning Savannah, good morning. It's only October, but doctors here and across the country are dealing with patient numbers that they usually don't see until much later in winter. And overnight, we met one mother who barely heard of RSV until she ended up here with her newborn son. This morning, the latest wave of child respiratory illnesses is spreading, prompting more concerns of a triple-demic this winter. In Arizona, RSV cases are up 344% over a typical season.
8: Terrifying. It's a serious illness, you know, with him being this young. He doesn't have an immune system to fight it off.
3: Cheyenne Shilders' two-month-old son, Ryder, was in the hospital overnight. What would you tell other parents?
8: Look up the symptoms of RSV and trust your gut, too, because I was on the border about coming or not to the hospital, and I feel like I probably should have come a little bit sooner.
3: Last year, and now this year, Phoenix Children's Hospital has been dealing with an unusually high number of RSV cases. Though the facility is not at capacity, it's bracing for a rough winter. COVID-19 combined with a potentially
8: bad influenza season, and now we're seeing RSV going up at the same time. That obviously makes us concerned that we might get into this triple pandemic situation.
3: This year, even western and southern states with warmer temperatures are seeing a significant rise in RSV and flu cases. In Arizona, 87% of pediatric hospital beds are occupied. In Texas, 91%. Seattle Children's tells NBC News it's at 200% capacity in the ER. Under normal circumstances, about 90% of kids end up getting RSV at least once by the time they're at two. Because of the pandemic, some of the kind of standard patterns have been disrupted. So we're seeing a lot of RSV at once. Parents now worried sick across the country. From San Diego, where Fernanda Castanares is caring for baby Alejandra,
0: she was struggling to breathe.
3: She was struggling with breathing. And um, we got scared because she had no color at all on her skin. To Washington, D.C., where three-year-old Izzy Banky is recovering.
4: Nobody wants to, like, hold their kid down and hold a mask on their face. And so she's screaming and trying and trying to rip the breathing tubes out. Um, and that breaks your heart as a parent. Step up.
3: And while COVID cases are trending downward nationwide right now, there are concerns about new strains this winter. And of course, Savannah, concerns about that flu season that is already hitting many states hard around the country. Savannah.
2: All right. Gabe, you chairs. Thank you. Meantime, new unrest is rocking Iran with massive protests across the country. More than a month after a young woman's death while being held by the nation's morality police, some of those demonstrations turned deadly amid an ongoing crackdown. And that's led to new sanctions from the United States. NBC's chief international correspondent, Kier Simmons, has been following this story for us. Hey, Kier. good morning.
9: Good morning to you. And we're just getting more incredibly impactful video from the city of Mahabad in northwestern Iran. Take a look at at this. This is uh, just this morning. You can see uh, protesters targeting a a building there. Uh, Later, they uh, seem to be throwing stones there. Looks like there is uh, tear gas. The Kurdish rights group that posted this video says a number of government buildings have been taken over and that this all surrounds the funeral of a man who was shot dead during protests yesterday. This morning, a powerful image seen around the world. A young woman, not wearing a headscarf, stands on the roof of a car, hands in the air, as crowds attempt to reach the grave of Masa Amini and near the cemetery. This video from an independent Kurdish human rights organization, captioned, the resistance is glorious. Huge numbers across Iran, determined to mourn and to protest the death of the 22-year-old. Marking 40 days after she died in the hospital, the morality police targeting her for allegedly violating the country's strict clothing code. In the capital, Tehran, clashes with the security forces and the sound of gunfire. In Massa's hometown, they shouted, Women, Life, Freedom. And these demonstrators daring to chant, Freedom, Freedom, Enough of the despotism. Then images like this one. Smoke rising, told of another violent crackdown there. Reports say live rounds were used and tear gas. The Iranian authorities switching off the internet in the city, but a semi-official news agency reporting at least 10,000 demonstrated. Thousands of miles away, the White House announcing sanctions targeting more than a dozen Iranian officials.
6: Our message to Iran is very, very clear. Stop killing your people and stop sending weapons to Russia to kill Ukrainians.
9: A dramatic change from earlier this year when the Biden administration was trying to negotiate a nuclear deal with Iran. But this morning there is no sign of compromise in Tehran and no backing down by these young female protesters and the many men out on the streets in support. And just underscoring how incredibly tense it is in Iran, Hoda, news of a shooting that was not related to the protests. Fifteen worshippers were killed, ISIS claiming responsibility for that, the government blaming foreign terrorists. It just emphasises how incredible it is that these protesters are coming out on the streets day after day to support Masa Armini.
2: Yeah, and worth repeating, too, that, as you said, it's not just women on those streets. It looked like equal numbers of men that we were seeing in those videos, all with the same cause. All right, Kier Simmons right. for us in London. Kier, thank you.
1: Back home, we've got uh, new concerns about energy bills this winter. We haven't even handed out the candy to trick-or-treaters, but in recent weeks, a lot of us have gotten that early taste of the cold. And it doesn't bode well for what's to come. NBC's Tom Costello over in the Bronx with that story this morning. Tom, Good morning.
10: Hi, Savannah. We are in an oil terminal facility here in the Bronx. So oil comes out of this facility and into homes across the Northeast. And millions of people use heating oil to heat their homes in the Northeast. Heating oil stocks right now, the lowest in decades, but there is no talk of rationing. Doesn't matter if you heat your home with heating oil, gas, or electricity, you're going to pay more to stay warm this winter. From the northeast and midwest to parts of the south, Mother Nature has already given millions of us a sneak peek at what's ahead. And this morning, the forecast for America's collective wallet this winter may also be a bit frigid.
5: It's a very, very high
10: bill. Across the board, energy costs are expected to be higher than last year. The federal government expects the biggest jumps for customers who use heating oil or natural gas to stay warm, up 27 and 28 percent. Two factors are driving the spike, the global market affected by Russia's war in Ukraine and OPEC's plan to slash production of crude oil. The supply of heating oil in New England is also about a third of where it typically is. We are operating right now at unacceptably low inventory levels. Still, and this is important, experts say that is not cause for concern. Supply is tight. Uh, there, that is undeniable. We have enough fuel to supply people's needs at this time. And for over a century, our industry has never failed. Right now, the cost for a gallon of heating oil is about five seventy per gallon. That's up more than $2 from last year, with eight states paying even more
11: there are people that are going to have to choose between feeding their families or heating their home. And that's scary. You know, it's really scary.
10: Experts say the best ways to save check windows for leaks and seal or replace if needed. Adjust your thermostat when you're sleeping or out of the house and schedule routine services to maintain your heating systems. This will heat about 2000 square feet. Donna Huber in Rhode Island is among many Americans looking for alternatives to stay warm, recently installing a wood stove in her home.
11: I bought three cords of wood for under $800. If I wanted to heat my house solely on the wood, that would take me through the season. That's less than half of a tank of oil. Tom, there are
1: also local programs that people can turn to for help.
10: You know, this is important. Uh, Every state has home energy assistance programs. If you have trouble paying your bill and the bills are going to get expensive this winter, turn to those programs and you might even check with your own utility company to see if they offer assistance. And by the way, if you can pay your bill, if it's no problem and you can round up, you know, most states offer that option, round up your bill to help those in need. This may be the winner to offer an extra dollar to help those in need, Savannah. That
2: is a great idea, round up. Tom, thank you very much. All right, 715. Time to cut to the chase. You did not win the big prize (laughs) in last night's Powerball. But we got good news. Nobody else won. So the jackpot once again on the rise. So let's look at the latest number. $800 million. That's the latest number. It'll probably even go up from there. So if someone wins it, it would be the second largest Powerball jackpot of all time. The next drawing, Saturday night. You got plenty of time to get your tickets. Start planning what you're (laughs) going to do with your dough. Yeah, plenty of time. All
1: right. Let's get a First check of the weather. Al's on the road this Mm -hmm. morning in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. Sun's coming up. A pretty shot there. Al, good morning.
5: Hey, good morning, guys. We're here to lend a hand to this hard-hit community, Ground Zero for Hurricane Ian, which hit a month ago. Tomorrow, uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But let's talk about the risk of for some more, more severe weather as we head down south. We're talking Texas uh, and parts of Oklahoma. Storm hazards today with wind gusts of up to 60 miles per hour, isolated tornadoes, damaging hail. Tomorrow, that moves to the east, to eastern and southern Texas, Victoria, Houston, on into San Antonio for more gusts and the possibility of tornadoes. Heavy rain as well. Some places localized flooding possible. As you see this wide swath of one to three inches of rain and the tropics not done yet. We've got two areas of development that we're watching currently anywhere from a 40 to 50 percent chance. The one area we're watching that somewhere down south of Bermuda subtropical depression possible by the weekend. It's going to be meandering throughout the southeast. We're going to be watching that spinning offshore. Throughout the weekend, and we'll continue to track it. And that's your latest weather. More from Fort Myers Beach, Florida, in just a little bit, guys. I'm excited. Out, you're going to do a lot of good out there mm-hmm. this morning.
1: Just ahead, word that Tesla is facing a criminal investigation this morning over claims about some of its cars. Stephanie Gosk is with us.
12: Yes, man. This has to do with that autopilot that we've talked a lot about. According to Reuters, Tesla has been under investigation since last year. There have been a number of high-profile crashes that they are looking into, and it is a criminal probe. Back to you. All right. Uh, Also, then, Vicky Wynn, she's going to be here to save you some money.
2: She scouted out some unexpected places that you can find some deals, including there's a surprise. Rising trend that has young people joining AARP. <laughs> but first, this is today on
7: NBC. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.
11: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed.
1: we are back 7 30 what a pretty sunrise in fort myers beach florida it's been hard times there in the last month one month since ian hit well al roker has arrived along with our lend a hand truck and we are really Hoping to do some good there this morning. We'll see that community really coming together, vowing to rebuild, and it's happening. We've got some
2: special things planned. It's oh. good. Lovin' Roker arrives. Meantime, inside Studio 1A Chanel's here. Craig is on assignment. Shall we get to our 730 headline? Yes. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. A Wisconsin man has been convicted of killing six people, injuring dozens of others when he drove his SUV through a Christmas parade. It took the jury a little more than three hours to find Daryl Brooks guilty of all 76 charges police say he drove his vehicle into the parade in downtown waukesha last november despite police warnings to stop brooks he faces six life sentences one for each count of intentional homicide
1: Three men tied to the kidnapping plot of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer were convicted on all charges yesterday. They were found guilty of supplying material support for a terrorist act. That men were part of a they were part of a militia group upset over COVID restrictions. Whitmer called the verdict proof that violence and threats have no place in our politics.
6: Seven people were hospitalized after a steam-powered train derailed at an amusement park in Missouri. Video from the scene shows three passenger cars tipped on their sides, as you see here. The train runs within Silver Dollar City, which is an 1880s themed amusement park west of Branson. Thankfully, no one was seriously injured in the accident and no word this morning on how the train came off the tracks,
1: We'll turn now to potential new trouble for Tesla, the automaker, reportedly at the center of a criminal investigation
2: this morning. Yeah, NBC, Stephanie Gosk is on this story for us. Hey, Steph, good morning.
12: Hey, guys, good morning. According to Reuters, the U.S. Department of Justice reportedly launched the previously undisclosed probe last year in the wake of more than a dozen crashes, some of them fatal, involving Tesla's driver assistance system, Autopilot, which was activated during those accidents. Tesla, famous for its attention-grabbing tech innovations, has long touted the autopilot feature in its cars. But this morning, the company could be under fire for that technology. Reuters reporting the electric car company is facing a criminal investigation by the Department of Justice for its claims that its cars can drive themselves, examining whether Tesla misled consumers. According to Reuters, citing three sources familiar with the matter, quote, the U.S. Department of Justice launched the previously undisclosed probe last year following more than a dozen crashes, some of them fatal, involving Tesla's driver assistance system, Autopilot, which was activated during the accidents. Tesla has always maintained that its Autopilot features require constant monitoring, and drivers need to be ready to take control at all times. But the company and CEO Elon Musk have promoted the self-driving features, A video currently on the company's website says the person in the driver's seat is only there for legal reasons. He is not doing anything. The car is driving itself. In the past, Musk has described Tesla as probably better than a human driver. Reuters reporting just last week, Musk told shareholders that Tesla would soon release an upgraded version of full self-driving software, allowing customers to travel to your work, your friend's house, to the grocery store without you touching the wheel. NBC News has reached out to Tesla and to the Department of Justice, but has not received a response. Elon Musk did not respond to written questions from
2: Reuters seeking comment, guys. And Steph, this isn't the only bit of legal trouble Tesla's in, right?
12: Well, there are a couple of different probes going on. You have the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration looking into a number of accidents to find out the cause, the autopilot involved in those. And then you also have in California, the Department of Motor Vehicles has filed two complaints with the state alleging that the company has had misleading or even untrue claims about its autopilot in some of its advertising, and that could affect whether or not Tesla is able to sell their cars in the state of California. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Okay.
6: Big market for them, too. Yeah. Stephanie. Thank thanks, Stephanie. All right, still ahead, a long-awaited comeback on pop star. Carson has a little taste of Rihanna's first new music in six years.
1: Okay, but first, Vicky's here with a helpful guide, to all of the memberships that can save you money, and
4: Vicki, some might surprise you. Yeah, absolutely. Young people joining AARP. Good morning, ladies. Who isn't looking for sneaky and not-so-sneaky ways to save? Coming up, I'm going to have the discounts that may be right in front of you, including ways that you can get free entertainment. That's right after these messages on Today.
1: We are back, 7.39, Consumer Confidential, our series just about the same time every morning. We focus on the issues that impact the bottom
2: line. Yeah, well, this morning we are exploring various memberships that can help you save and fight against inflation, including places like... AARP, and they are attracting you guys a younger audience.
4: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. NBC Senior Consumer Investigative Correspondent Vicki Wynn is here with more. Hey, Vicki. Hi, guys. Yeah, you don't have to be a senior to join AARP. We are all looking for ways to save right now, and sometimes the shortcuts, they're right in front of us, from sharing a club membership to apps that actually give you access to Oscar-winning content for free. We have found some really simple and surprising ways to put a few dollars back into your wallet. With rising costs on essential needs. Inflation is awful. Everything costs so much. It's time to get smart about saving. We're all trying to figure out ways to save money um, and to be super impactful with our spend, especially as the holidays approach. And the discounts are out there. A simple library card can actually save you from hefty streaming subscriptions. Apps like Overdrive, Hoopla and Canopy offer catalogs of content for free. And one surprising trend now among young people, signing up for benefits from the AARP.
6: Contrary to popular belief, you can be any age to join AARP. and The benefits
4: are awesome. The Wall Street Journal finding 20-somethings as new card carriers in an effort to snag discounts amid inflation, showing it's not just for the 50 and older crowd. In my head, it was always something for Senior citizens. 28-year-old Marissa Schwartz says she learned a lot about AARP benefits through TikTok and couldn't help but join in on the savings and even convinced her parents to do the same. In a similar fashion, a AAA membership can also land you deals from food, entertainment, and travel, while wholesale clubs are a popular way to save in bulk.
11: I paid about $200. Um,
12: I think there's way more than $200 worth in this basket. It's just crazy how expensive it all is, and it really... It just adds up.
4: Maximize your wholesale membership by sharing with another person to cut costs. Alone, Costco's memberships can run $60 a year, $120 if you're looking at the executive level, while Sam's Club is $50 per year, $110 for its plus membership. And before you sign up, check out sites like Groupon, Retail Me Not, and Slick Deals for discounts on the membership itself. I think people love a deal. It's the idea that The buy one, get one, the 10% off, the 15% off, you really feel like you're gaming the system. But buyer beware of signing up for too many costly memberships. Experts suggest narrowing down the necessities first to determine which ones will be the most impactful and avoid getting overrun by the club fees. You have to be really thoughtful with these memberships because if you're going to spend money to join a membership, then you need to really make sure it's worth it on the back end.
6: And, Vicki, to make things even easier, these memberships can be used and the cards can be used
4: digitally? Yes. Sometimes you don't want to pack that wallet and carry it everywhere because you might just pop into the store. Well, a lot of these cards can be stored right there on your phone. In Costco, mm. for example, they have an app. So your membership information is always with you if you have your phone with you. So okay. it makes it easier. Yeah. Do you want
1: to join? The, we already are members of the oh, yeah, AARP. Well, okay. yeah, do you guys want to come? Sure. To- <laughs> it's,
4: it's we're in. Do you think AAR-
2: AARP is going to be like, OK, let's close that little yeah. loophole? <laughs>
4: no, I no? think they love they the new it. members, uh, the 20-somethings okay. discounts for everybody all oh right, my gosh. Yeah. All
2: right. and by the way Vicki you're going to be back
4: tomorrow and you're going to help everybody get ready for Halloween yeah you know what this is crazy you don't think about it but Halloween can be one of the most dangerous nights of the year all kinds of accidents happening on the roads also at parties haunted houses even the decorations stripping hazards so we're going to talk about everything you need to know to help keep your ghouls and goblins safe alright cool. yeah. so, thank, thank you, you
1: Vicki. let's go down to alleys in Fort Myers Beach Florida lending a hand this morning hi Al
5: Hey guys, good morning, and uh, we are going to bring you that in just a little bit. The devastation here, uh, uh, just unbelievable, but the, the spirit is so incredible, so we'll show you that in just a bit. Let's show you right now what's going on as far as your weather is concerned. We are looking at a beautiful day, eastern third of the country, sunshine from the Great Lakes to the Gulf to the Mid-Atlantic, up to the Northeast, snowy and chilly through the Northern Rockies, some afternoon storms developing in Texas. Look for plenty of sunshine along the West Coast. And that is your latest weather. Guys, our Hand gets rolling in the next half hour. Looking right.
6: forward to it cool. for sure. Thank you, Al. next, the sweet story. Hmm behind a viral photo of a Kentucky coal miner and his young son at a basketball game. And what happened after that image blew up on social media?
2: That's right after this. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Today's can't miss. You really don't want
7: to miss. Oh, this one
2: is a great one. It's the story of a father's love and dedication. And it was all captured, Jacob, in one single photo.
8: I have been seeing this photo all over the place. You guys have probably seen it too. Check it out, guys. This is the picture. You can see a man with coal mine dust Mm -hmm. sitting on his face. He's sitting there with his three-year-old son at the Kentucky Wildcats annual blue-white basketball scrimmage. It was posted actually by head coach John Calipari, getting nearly 60,000 likes in just two days. Attention and fame that Michael McGuire says. That he'd never ever expected. It's just all mind blowing. I I never imagined disbelief and excitement. Michael McGuire and his wife Molly are awestruck at the attention that this one photo garnered in a matter of days. On Saturday, McGuire rushed from the coal mines to Pikeville in order to take his three-year-old son, Easton, to his first in-person college basketball game.
11: Easton has took a huge interest in sports. Um, So it was the perfect time to buy tickets for Michael and Aston to start that.
8: Working long hours underground and up to six days a week, family time is precious to Maguire. With no time to spare, not even to clean off the coal mine dust that powdered his face and clothes, he got to the game in the nick of time.
3: Didn't want
6: to miss it. I've had to miss quite a few stuff.
8: The sight of Maguire and his son moved head coach John Calipari, who posted this picture on Instagram, writing, My family's American dream started in a Clarksburg, West Virginia coal mine. So this picture hits home, adding he wanted to gift the family VIP tickets to Rupp Arena. Calipari wasn't the only one touched. Comments on the post included, you just won me over, coach. Being an ex-coal miner myself, I know this all too well. Another user writing, this is Kentucky in one photo. The annual blue-white scrimmage is one of UK's biggest fan favorites ahead of the regular season. But it was especially important this year, held in Pikeville, because it raised over $162,000 to help victims of this summer's deadly floods in eastern Kentucky. Floyd County, where McGuire's from, was one of the worst hit areas.
11: We had some friends that lost a lot. That's when we looked at each other and was like, all right, let's do all we can.
8: The check was presented by the Wildcats to Kentucky's governor during halftime. As for the McGuire's time at the game. Easton was dancing
3: and everything. It's
11: been a fun experience for us as a family.
8: Such a special game in, in so many ways. I didn't know this, but Michael and Molly told us it's actually pretty normal to see parents covered in coal dust at those practices, they say that kids don't even bat an eye. Coal <laughs> yeah. mining is the dominant industry by far in Eastern Kentucky. And as for the VIP tickets, you guys, the McGuire said they're going to bring along their one-year-old daughter, Linley, to Aww. the game. And there's another game coming up. Kentucky is facing off against the Kansas Jayhawks, who I think Chanel will probably oh, be yeah. going for
11: uh,
8: in January. <laughs> that Kentucky basketball, awesome. that's amazing. It's, yeah, it's really awesome. Awesome. It such a
2: beautiful image, Isn't it? man. I didn't know the story behind it. I was like, I thought that was beautiful. But that wow. part of
8: Appalachia. I, yeah. I've been to Pikeville. I did yeah. a Dateline there. Those are the greatest, kindest people. People, and I think it just so well deserved the attention that he's wow. getting. Yeah. It's really that cool, Jake. Good story. Thank, thank you, you. Jake.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of basketball, I'll check out who is with us this morning. The Harlem Globetrotters live on our plaza. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've got the moves, we know that. But did you know Hoda's got some moves, too? She took the court with the Globetrotters, and we cannot wait to show you that. But first, these messages.
7: This is a big year.